One light, two lights, three lights, four lights, five lights. How we got this? Hanging here like a cow. <laughs> right, Martin, should we get started with... Yeah. Your... Um, who... Oh, Jack, Jack, do you want to in- introduce the... <laughs> no, no, you can. It's, it's your fucking podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. It's all of ours. Why have I... No, it... I can I introduce you if how... you want. Go on, Matt, you do it. But I don't know You've what... got a professional voice. I don't know what to say, really. Um, yeah, just... what the... Matt, think of a controversial F1. I can see the glass <laughs> one time, and then that's that. We're going to get cancelled on the first. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Shut the <laughs> up. Right, let's just crack on. Welcome to the Pit Stop cast. I'm just going to keep it easy going, because we're all a disgrace. And then I'll just bang... <laughs> and I'll just bang a question out and say, right, who is the greatest F1 driver of all time? Go. Who's taking the first question? I'll go first if you want. Yeah, go on. All right. Okay. Um, my view, personally, obviously, Michael Schumacher. Obviously, won all of his titles. Oh God. Now I've got to think of a fucking answer to the question. <laughs> no, that's fine. that's fine. But I will make. I will make an argument. Please, you can edit that. No, I will no. make. I, we, I'll throw in an argument before the rest of... Uh, no, no, we'll, we'll say all the answers and then we'll start so, arguing. obviously, Schumacher, obviously, you know, with seven world championships, same number, obviously, that Lewis has. But the machinery that, obviously, Michael Schumacher had to use was probably a bit less advanced. Mm. And, uh, you know, in his last titles with Ferrari, those cars were almost... Arguably, the 2003 one didn't even have the third... Probably the third best car. They were the probably first the first, at least. Yeah, and then they sort of outdeveloped McLaren, didn't they? And got and yeah. that got quick at the end of the year. But the thing of it is, you take that F two thousand four. All right, he had a nice walk in the park to that title. But yeah, but Barrichello only won twice that season, I think. Yeah, and that was my... and he was a slack, was he, Rupert? He was he was a good driver. But you know that F two thousand four. You know, you can put that up against a modern F one car, and, and it'd, it'd be. It'd be... Not... Not Farber. much slower. Yeah. So, on slick tyres. Imagine having it on that. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's kind of my take on it, really. I suppose actually it works for you because you grew up watching it through I, that. Yeah, period. I grew, so grew up in the Schumacher era. Yeah. So, um, so I think we, us, the, re- us, the rest of us three just, we were there, missed it. Because <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, man. Just... <laughs> You're right. an old. I guess I could edit these, it's fine. Right, Jack, go on. For me, it's it's before my time. It's set and centre in my okay. in my views. I'm looking forward to how you answer this question. Why? If, no, it's just I'm, we're going to mention the Monaco laugh, are we? <sighs> do you, do you know, I have a problem with Monaco '88. Why? Because the, the problem is the, the the qualifying lap was fantastic, right? And then the race, he <laughs> lost he concentration, it, bottled it, and then bang into the... So it's all very well about saying, oh, yeah, I had a great qualifying. But if you can't string the weekend together... 
Yeah, but they're going to... He's down in history. It has been his best and his worst weekend, obviously, apart from him and the 94. But, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, he died in that one. Yeah, that's why it was his worst, Kelly. Oh, sorry. But, yeah, I... <clears throat> Any more you throw on that chat? You don't even argue it. I just <laughs> no, I know. I just kind of just got lost it in go. it, you know. Just nah, you're right. any, it's any Laid back. Like, what's the question? If Donny, how, how Senna started his career was in what Tolman, was it? Yeah, he was in the Tolman. Yeah, and that was that was you know quite a dreadful car. Nearly won at Monaco in it. Could have won red Monaco, flag rule. Yeah. But if he the could Prost do so it, much but... with a car that had nothing, oh, but he could do so much. Quickly, just going to throw in uh, the, the one that's coughing and wheezing does have autism. If at some point it feels like he's spontaneously combusted, then that's it. I wondered where we were going to touch on that. We have to touch on it because it sounds like there's three grown men and we've brought. That's that's not an excuse. <laughs> this is gonna take a week to edit. This will get out for next year's Spanish Grand Prix. It'll be like four hours long and about fifteen minutes right, worth Callie, of content. Callie, who in your opinion is the greatest of all time? Hamilton. Why? Any specific reason? Seven world titles, greatest number of wins, greatest number. Yeah, of yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Fair, say great, that's fair, fair. That's so what about you then, Martin? Yeah, What's I'm your... a bit stuck on this. Right, okay. Because until quite recently, you want to go a controversial one, maybe... Max? Nah, he's not there. I don't think you could find no, a new no generation yet. driver yet. He's not earned it yet. But I could. For a while, I thought it was Schumacher. You want I'll me to move? lean on. I'll probably lean on saying it's Hamilton. And my argument would be, I think Hamilton's had better teammates. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's definitely that. I mean, I think if you put them in the same car, it'd be final race. The only thing is, I like, assume no, like was more ruthless. The, the only <laughs> argument is, if, let's, if you go through Lewis's teammates, right? so Fernando Alonso 2007, there was nothing to choose between them. They're still beaten by a point. No, he didn't. Ham- has Schumacher ever had a world champion teammate? Has Schumacher ever had a world champion teammate? Yeah, but he did. Ferrari was his team. Like, you weren't ever going to get because Mon- no. Montoya was linked with Ferrari early, what, two thousand two? Yeah, but I mean, but the, the, brought, but it was it was it was the Ferrari model that worked, didn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it worked is, prior. But McLaren did the same thing with Hacken and Coulthard. Yeah, have a one time, and have a two, know? but you so, had to in them days. Yeah, it was the only way it's to social, win. Social media didn't exist in them days, so it wasn't no. much of an issue. But back to your original point, <clears throat> if you think about Hamilton, yeah, we touched obviously on Alonso, and then Kovalainen for two years, where he was rubbish, basically. And then he didn't really get another until Jensen Button. And in two of the three years they were together, Jensen finished ahead at McLaren. True, true. But I, you could... <clears throat> And then Rosberg, obviously, he was a brilliant. I do. I'm, I, I'm going to say so. I probably all agree on the fact that Rosberg's true talent didn't really show until Bottas struggled. Yeah, sort of. Bottas never gave Hamilton a run for his money much. And yeah, I, no, 
Ross I can't did on a few occasions. argument is looking a bit weak now. But I, think, I think that Ros... No, I don't know, because Rosberg, like you say, at the time probably thought, oh, I've beaten Hamilton. I can't do it again, I'll retire. But then if you think about when Hamilton has basically destroyed Bottas... Yeah. It's like it just goes to show probably just how good Rosberg really was. And at the time, yeah, but he, he was never going to was... get the credit for it. <clears throat> no, but that happens to happen sometimes. Like in 10 years' time, when it's all said and done with Hamilton, he will get the credit. But he does get a lot of abuse, though. But yeah. that's for another. I think that's for another time. Yeah. The thing about Rosberg also, though, is he... He's kind of got that kind of there's that stigma attached to him, a bit like Max. Because it, I, the, I think Rosberg comes across poorly. He does, and Austria 2016 didn't help, did it? No, and arguably I thought Spain 2015, 14, no, 16 was, was his fault. It was his fault. <laughs> he, 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 you, if it's your teammate, you don't make those sort of No, moves. and then but, the only thing that really cost Lewis was the engine failure in Malaysia, wasn't it? Yeah, while leaving. So, you know, you okay, yeah. So the points at the end of the season show that Rosberg beat Lewis, but... If you look at the He lucked into it. He did, yeah, definitely. But you do need a bit of luck. I'm not going to take his World Championship away from him. I mean, he probably is good enough to have one of them. Oh, he earned it more than, say, Max did last year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd say... I'd say <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, a podcast, that's an episode on its own. Uh, yeah. Just quickly then, Matt, before we move on to... Related Formula One news. Uh-huh. Um, Schumacher's question for everyone: Schumacher's best title win. I'm going to throw mine out there. Ninety-five. Uh, I was going to say ninety-five. Ninety-five was great because obviously mainly he, he didn't have the best car. Williams chucked away their chances with both drivers early on as well. Yeah, they had, had, yeah. Williams had the best car as well easily. And ninety-four, I don't think he should have won it. But then again, he was. Banned for three races, am I correct? Uh, yeah, he was. But I, I actually think Schumacher's best title was defeating Hackenden in 2000 because that went right down to the wire. Yeah. Final race, as it well, it wasn't quite the final race, was it? He wanted for a race to spare, but. No, he did win it at Suzuka, but Hackenden retired. No, Hackenden finished second behind Schumacher and Suzuka. I thought Malaysia was the last round of the championship. No, that was the '99 <laughs> when Schumacher came back and put it on pole by. Half yeah, no, a that was before, wasn't it? Because they finished at Suzuka. Because uh, no, I thought we to, to do Jack, some Google. I'm now doing that. I'm now doing that. I'm convinced he won the title. <laughs> he's retired. No, he didn't. But. Japanese Grand Prix because I'm, I'm convinced that was the final race. Oh, Malaysia, I don't think it's ever been the final uh, round. Has it? I found it. So yeah, it was. Yeah, Schumacher won the 2000 Japanese Grand Prix. Hackenden was second. What what race am I thinking of? Then? And then the Malaysian Grand Prix. The the Malaysian Grand Prix was the <laughs> final round of 2000. But anyway, I was going to. I would, honestly, can I say something? I was I was going to say my favourite Schumacher title. Go on then. What title win, if you can remember? I mean, you were born in 2001, so have you got Don't a best... No, no, I'm not going to say it. You've got a best. <laughs> I'm just going to go 2004 because that's the only one I can remember. That's fair. That's fair. 
Right. Although, prior to, before Ooh. we get on to this, it's amazing how we've mentioned like, the, the greatest without bringing up Fangio. You see, Jim Clark. Different era. Yeah, the only thing about that is, though, is that the four of us weren't around back then, so we don't really have the knowledge to. Yeah, I think you can well, only. Re- it's era specific. You though, weren't. Yeah. Wait, That's... Jack wasn't around when Senna was born. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, Jack Halley, as the cars developed over the years, the cars like from the late 80s right through to sort of the end of the 90s, early 2000s, the regulation sets were evolving over time and they were, had lots of similarities to them. Oh, yeah, so I, easy, get it, I get it. It's easy to yeah, compare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> questions and answers. Right, go That's on then. Go on then. Yeah, go on. Today, preferably, Kelly. Questions and answers. Right, ask the questions. You're allowed three. Benson oh. Barton won the 2009 World Formula One World Title Championship with which... Oh, fuck this question. All, right, no, we're not doing this, Kelly. Right, should we just move on? <laughs> right, next, let's talk about the F1 news. Now, I want some opinions on the fact that Mercedes are blocking the Andretti move. Uh... Because Red Bull and everyone else seems all right, but I think, it, I, I think I, I'm so. joking and saying it's oh it's Mercedes blocking. It's probably I don't think Ferrari are all. I think there's two either. sticking points, and what I've been reading is two sticking points. The first one is Andretti don't want to pay the two hundred million dollar. Uh, Marco, um, not Marco, um, my, Mario Andretti said they were happy to pay the two hundred. Okay, well I, I was. Yeah, he was in the practice other. session, uh, Miami. <laughs> in the uh, right. comms box with Crofty and that and said that they had the 200 million uh, ready to go and they were happy to pay it. Because oh, I think well, they're going to pull out of IndyCar, aren't they? Oh, they that'd they be get... a bit of a disaster, wouldn't it? I don't Unless they're... I mean, it's quite a wealthy company, isn't it? Well, the problem is, is Andretti have built their brand on IndyCar, so they wouldn't be very wise to pull out of it. I mean, I've not read nothing on that, so I just assumed that's what they were doing. So they might okay. stick in... I mean, they probably would stay because they'd need something to fall back on just in yeah, case. Yeah, and I but... think... I think Mercedes' view is that, you know, F1's already got enough teams. Why do we need more? I also think, you need to be able to bring something. And four or five years ago, when F1 was still struggling a little bit in America, Mm -hmm. they would have brought something. But they don't need the Andretti name for America now. No. So, as a fan, and I'm probably the same with you lot, I'd love them in. But I'm, not, I'm not bothered team. either way. I'm not bothered either way. <laughs> no? No, because, you know, F1 is the strongest that it's been in years. Commercially, I think there's some obviously questionable bits around the regulation side, but... Mm. I've got a question. Go on, then. Um, what's everyone's opinion on the jewellery ban? Kelly, that's a quick... We... Right, we need to finish... <laughs> We need to finish yeah. this bit. Kelly, ask, ask that question <laughs> in, in a bit, because I'm happy to talk about that bit. Can I, can I say something? Am I, am I bringing anything to the table here, Lars? <laughs> Kelly, if anything, you're taking it away. <laughs> so you're saying 10 strong, 10 strong teams now, currently, Well, that's what we've got, isn't it? We've got 10 strong, well-financed Formula 1 teams. Yeah, none of them seem to be like, on their arse like they no, were. No, no, because the budget cap bit. is doing the job that it needs to do. Yeah, and it comes down again 
next season and the season after, if but I'm I correct. Th- I think that, yeah, yeah, there is that. But I think that having, if you bring in an 11th team, you've got two problems. The first thing is it's got to add some value to F1, which it probably won't. And the second thing is, is you're then spreading the prize money even more thin than it already is. Yeah, you spread over the 11 instead of the 10. Under the new sort of Concord agreement. So, I think, judging by the sound of things, they're not going to come into it. But who's capping? But but uh, Mario Andretti did an interview back in February. I think it was with an American called David Lane. And he said that... um, they had an agreement in principle with Renault to be the engine supplier. They, yes, I read that. I think the thing of it is, though, is that even if it's only if if all if eight of the ten teams agree, then they'll be allowed the entry. Yeah, you know they don't need unanimous think, agreement anymore. I think uh, Mario's just throwing all this information out just to help because it's a fit and proper persons test, like the Premier League supposedly has. So you've got to display all this. So, so look, we've got an engine supply. We've got the 200 million. Why are you not letting us in type? Argument? Yeah, but they don't need to do that in public, do they? They do it behind closed doors. No, but they are very public with it because he was. <clears throat> but then again, but you run the risk of that. Are they just going to come into Formula One just to put two average American drivers in the team? Well, they'll probably have Colt and Herter, won't they? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he's currently, but they have. But so, it's you could run the risk of the Alexander Rossi uh, situation. But, but I mean, he's, I mean, he's doing all right in IndyCar these days. But yeah, but he's not doing as well as he was doing in IndyCar. No, because but no, because Grosjean's come in and made him look worse, and he. Yeah, but also Grosjean has started crashing into people in IndyCar as well, hasn't he? So. Yeah, but it wasn't this bit Ray Hall. You'd think I know it's not it's not an IndyCar podcast, but I'm just going to throw this out here. Ray Hall's, reaction, Ray Hall's reaction to Grosjean's overtake on him. You'd think he'd burgled his house and stole his kids. Well, I didn't think there was anything <laughs> wrong with that overtake. I didn't think. It was a, you're allowed to make those sort of moves in IndyCar. Yeah. And Ray like, Hall makes those moves all the time. So. Yeah, but it's because he doesn't want to race for however long he's not Yeah, but he's only for. in the sports if dad owns the team. Exactly. So he's a bit like Lance Stroll in that respect. A bit, a bit bad. Hmm? Yeah, Jack, so I suppose chip in on that. Yeah, anything to chip yeah. in on that, Jack? Yeah. Yeah. Haven't heard what your part, voice in a while. What part? The IndyCar part or the no, uh, the Andretti part? The Andretti part. I have another question afterwards. In a minute, Callum. Yeah, Kelly, I was, was going to say. If they come into it, they're going to be no different to like when HRT or that came into F1. They're going to be. Well, it's, very... it's, diff- it's different this time. You have to give the FIA your financial plans, I think, to see if you're. And you have to have no. a factory and all that in place before you even submit the entry. So it's just too much hassle for them to have to even do it, to be fair. I think it's going to be way too much. Yeah. You know, I mean, both open wheel racing, but that's about the only similarities with F1 and IndyCar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also think it's already too late in this set of regulations because all the other teams are going to be starting to understand the first couple of seasons of well look at how i think what red bull have bought <clears throat> upgrades to every race this year yeah so 
But according, just a quick side note, according to some reports, they're a bit thin on their budget already. Yeah, I don't think that's true, though. I think that Red I Bull... They're not, they're not idiots. No. They're it's a, a brand, isn't it? They're, you know, the people that run the team are idiots, but... Um... That's right, for another... But again, yeah, that's, that's another podcast in itself. But the thing is, is that they're not, they're a professional racing team. They're not going to put themselves deliberately in a position where they're not going to have the money to upgrade the car. No, no. And they're small upgrades. They're not like they're bringing... No. They're like weight-shedding upgrades. But I think the better question probably is, is why have Ferrari waited and haven't brought any upgrades? But if you say, yeah, but Ferrari aren't even that far off pace. What I mean, straight line speed, yes, but... If Ferrari haven't brought any upgrades whatsoever at all in Red Bull. And they're arguably race, still on par. And they're still on par. The moment Ferrari brings some form of upgrades, that could just, you know, they could go away with it. Yeah, it could do, yeah. And while it's... we're on the subject of upgrades, you know, after Spain, we might see the return of the fat Mercedes side pods. Yeah, because they did make big strides in Miami. Well, oh, I thought, they I mean, did in practice, and then they well, lost the it in qualifying. No, I mean, I was reading that it, they started to it started to correlate better, but it's they have one tyre and one setup window. Yeah, and that's not going to help if you want to win a championship. No, but yeah. Anyway, Callie, you had a question for us. Um, which one do you want? Do you want the jewelry one, or do you have the other one? What's the I'm other not... one? What's the other uh, one? Um, like, like, how long have we watched Steph one for? That's not really news, though, is it? <laughs> Has Did anyone they... got any other news? Oh, I have. I've, I've got two bits, but it was if you want Callie to do his jewellery no, first. Well, are we interested oh, no, I in just, the jewellery bit? I, I, no. I, I'm not I think bothered it, by it. To be honest, I think... Sorry. Does it... The only reason I think that we should touch on the jewellery bit is because potentially... Hammond could get banned for the Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah, because he's he's been fined once, he'll get fined again in Spain, and then if he doesn't comply at Monaco, he won't be allowed to race, because the regulation isn't new. It's been there for it's years not. and years and years. Anyone got I don't anything? think anyone gives a share. I mean, I mean, I mean I'm not touch, by it. touching off what Callum has just said there... Yes, I mean, Hamilton's been wearing fucking 90% jewellery for years. Forever. Yeah, why, I is think it, that... why is it a difference now? I mean, he's had big crashes, he's had big incidents, even when the cars weren't safe. And, I th- you know. I think the difference is now is that it's been in the regulations for years, it's not a new thing, but we've now got two race directors that are enforcing the rules to the absolute letter, whereas before we've not really had that. Well, that's stupid. But well, also, no, some people see jewellery as part of their... I mean, Hamilton, maybe not. I don't know what he... You know, but some people have jewellery as their culture or their belief. They do. Yeah, um, but is know, that in the rules can... as that if you have to wear this through cult... Not culture, but as part of beliefs, then... I think the issue kind of comes down to the fact is... But we I need don't... to be careful on this because it's a very touchy... The argument... The, beliefs. the argument... The, pop, the popular argument... There's nothing touchy about it. The popular argument. I can go in it. Callum, shut the f- up. Sorry. The popular argument is, seems to be that you know because it's been in the rules for years and years, and it's only now being enforced. Now, obviously, Sebastian Vettel come out and said that he reckoned that Lewis was being targeted, but I personally don't believe that. I just think that with the new race direction, 
and the new FIA structure, they're just stronger in the application of the rules now. I don't think I don't think Hamilton was being targeted. And to be fair, wasn't he given a couple of warnings? Yeah, prior is, to you know, it's like when you change manager at work. They're going like, to have a different stretch. Exactly. It's just like right, okay. Here's the here's the rules. That's in, in swearing. No, it it's, says, like, it's it's in football. You get different manager that oh, you can't do that now because. Yeah, and the Formula One's no different. And with the change of race director, it's just they've simply decided to apply the rules to the letter. And the drivers have got to accept it whether they like it or not. I just think there's better things they could be doing than worrying about. No, I think they're trying to prove a point. Like, we're going to follow the rules because of how it ended last year. Hmm. I think they're just thinking, let's just follow every rule to a T so we don't end up in what the situation that we ended the season last year. Michael Massey. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of get. I take Jack's point about you know it shouldn't even really be a problem because drivers been you know wearing jewelry for years, and Hamilton doesn't go into the car wearing Eight tons and tons of jewelry. But he but he can't do it simply for the fact that the weight. You know, the team would never allow it anyway. So no, he's he only got jewelry on him which he can't take out. Yeah, which is his earrings, basically. Yeah. And you've, You've got a helmet on, which is padded, and nobody that I know of ever has ever had a problem. And I suppose you wear the fire a bit over the top of your head. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> just not. It's not I, know it's a, I know it's completely sort of different, but I've got, I mean, I've got piercings, and I, you know, I did carting and stuff like that. I've had to wear, wear a helmet, and there's no difference in. You know, it's a sim- it's the, yeah, I understand the point. Yeah. You know, it's obviously it's completely different, and that's Formula One. That's something what's that funny, matters. that. But the but, problem is, is that when you can't turn around in this sport and say, "Oh, we've got bigger fish to fry," because I like fish. Because the rules are the rules. It's a bit like the law. You know, God. some there are some laws that don't get enforced very much, but they still exist. And if somebody breaks it, you have to expect the penalty yeah. that comes with it. But you do have to think. Obviously, Vettel said that Hamilton was being targeted, which is and this not. isn't this isn't even on me being a, a a hater of Verstappen. What if it was Verstappen though? Well, actually, you might be right, Jack. I think if it was Verstappen, we probably what wouldn't if, be having this conversation. You know, if Verstappen went into the you know into the car with a fucking nose pierced and something or his ears pierced, would anyone bat an eyelid? No, probably not. They probably it, wouldn't. It, the issue being is, and it's look at it a bit off topic, but it's kind of on topic. You'll see what I mean in a minute. Vettel, during his title winning years, mm-hmm. wasn't very liked. Now no. he's not winning, but you see his proper personality. He's liked yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton was very well liked when he first entered Formula One. Let's not forget that. And now it's a different story. And now it's different because he's won everything. Max, say Max wins three or four titles on the bounce. He goes into the same category that Vettel and Hamilton were in. All right, he's got loads of fans, but they'll turn. Yeah, but it happens to everybody, doesn't it? I mean, it'll happen. But the thing is, it's like um, it's like we all used to be. I mean, Matt, maybe not, maybe not as. Well, no, no. Even Matt, early early Red Bull days, we weren't as big as fans. We didn't like. we didn't like. We didn't like his attitude. Yeah, that was it. It's the attitude. You look back on it now. Well, I watched the 2010, 2011, 2012, and 2013 season reviews not too long ago. Yeah. And 
he deserves all four of them titles. And I never used to believe that. I think it's one of those things right, that when someone lucky starts winning everything, but... you start being like, oh, I want to change. Because it's natural to support the underdog. Yeah. And that's yeah. why. So. I mean, anyway, it's that's... like, with, oh. um, with Vettel, it's not like he came in like F1, like, um, like Verstappen did, in a way. He sort of earned his way into it. And when he got into it... Why did you say like, that, did he? He, Vettel's junior career wasn't incredible. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't incredible, but it was still good enough. It's a bit like he Verstappen still went through the ranks. Was basically Verstappen's only single seater title is the Formula One World Championship. It is, yeah. That's mad. It I is mean, insane. yeah. When you if you if you put see that on a bit of paper, yeah, that is insane. But achievements only world title. Nothing like that will ever happen. Again. He did. I, mean, I can't don't... now. But no. like, yeah. that's, regardless of that rule ever came in about the you know the racing license, that was just pure luck. Not his title. I mean, his title was luck in some form of ways. Yeah, but he deserves hate... to be in the sport through talent alone. I'll give that. Uh, yeah, Whether I'll you give, like I... him or not, there's talent there. I just think I hate him, but there's better talent on the grid. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. He's got you know, the kid has talent, but he's, he's younger. He's younger than me. <laughs> he's probably the problem that Verstappen has is that he's not very mature, and that's no, but, I don't. But I don't think that's an age thing either, because Leclerc is similar age, and he has got a level of maturity about him because he's had a couple of tough seasons. There's a mistake in the and Russell right and Russell, Russell Norris. They're all around that age. Yeah, well, I, mean, I said last year, and I'm. Still going to stick to it. I said, if Max doesn't win, it's going to sound insane. If Max doesn't win the 2021 World 2021 World Championship, he doesn't win a World Championship. Yeah, but even the FIA will admit now that he'll go down in the record books that he won the title. But how did he win it? I just think when I mean I'm not going to get into Abu Dhabi now, but no. <clears throat> but anyway, anyone it's got? Are we? Are we yeah, all in the past. So yes, let's bring news. the news on us then. So the first thing that I want to talk about is Nicholas Latifi. Oh and yeah, I was that, say we that. should give a massive shout out to Alban. Nord VPN. Oh, for fuck. I think Alban and Latifi. They're kind of these. These two topics are going to go hand in hand because yeah, Latifi because same cars of, though. Because yeah. Latifi <gasps> is struggling massively. He keeps crashing, and there's even talk of him being replaced with seats. Well, I read, I heard somewhere that he's got till the summer summer break, or they're going to try and get, um, oh, what's his name, Piastri from Renault on loan. I read the same. Oh, he's he's won like Last year's you know, like I think he comes in with the same record as Leclerc. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He won F F F I A F three F and F two back to back. Uh huh. Yeah. Really, Jesus. And I think only before then, only Russell had done that, because I think um, Leclerc skipped GP three, which it was at the time. Yeah, just did F two, didn't he? The thing of the Latifi, though, obviously, is he's they're paying a lot of money for him to be in the car. So it's mm. going to be difficult to try and break that contract before the end of the year. Yeah. 
Does his contract end at the end of this season? It does, though? yes. It does, yeah. They won't resign him. No, they won't resign him, but they might be no. stuck with him. But if you go and look at Albert and like those star performances scoring points. I mean, arguably, I know the cars are different, but Williams is still stuck down the back when it comes to qualifying. But if you look at because they've got no pace in qualifying at all. But if you look no. at Albon's race performances, he's doing a better job than even Russell did when he was in the crowd. Oh, that what was bloody that? cat. <laughs> Sorry. Can that make it into the final recording? That's a, that's a cat playing the piano. But yeah, <laughs> they're so in qualifying. They're rubbish in qualifying. <laughs> but if you think about Albon's It was vice versa, wasn't it? With yeah, Williams but, and Russell. Yeah, but now it's like there's a consistency. You know that if Williams qualified badly, which they will gonna... because they can't fire the tyres up in qualifying, but over a race distance, Albon, very consistent. He's getting in the points. He's, he's doing arguably a better job than any Williams driver has done for years. 100%. I'm pleased for him as well because he's yeah. a likeable guy. Mm. Well, he's free from the Red Bull shackles, kind of, at the moment. Yeah, so, but he's got that Red Bull brand in there. He has, but he's not being controlled by the team, is he? So he's... No, he seems to be enjoying himself. But would you take Piastri? The issue with taking Piastri is it's, it's loan. But then yeah, but I heard they're going to get that Renault or Alpine will still have Ocon and Alonso next year. Yeah, so they surely will. If yeah. you're Piastri, you'd be like, okay, I could get a Williams drive. Here. Uh, but the thing but... is, for Williams, that doesn't matter, does it? Because. Albon is technically alone. Technically. Yeah, but then you then run the risk where you've got two loanees. I'll check you back. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It didn't say I'd left. The thing is oh, with cool. um the thing is with um with Albon is he's 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 he had to be released from his Red Bull contract to be able to sign for Williams. Is, so it wasn't a loan deal. Is he officially a Williams driver because yes. he's got Red Bull branded so no, he's officially he's... a Williams driver sponsored by Red Bull basically yes got you that makes sense and then at the end of his Williams contract Red he... Bull get first refusal on getting him back or not oh, that's for... alright okay, that's, that's how it works that's right I wonder I think if I was Piastri and I didn't get the an Alpine seat next year I'd... <laughs> there's got to be a break in that contract well because he's, he's having a year good, out. He's too good to sit on the sidelines, and to have a second year out would be a little bit It'd disastrous. Be, yeah, That's I'd look, that from. Well, I mean, but, look at how good Ocon was, and I don't think Ocon's been that great since he returned. I mean, there's been moments. I mean, I know yeah, he, won, he had that win, but yeah, but, but that wasn't really. Let's think of this: Alonso beat him for that season. Yeah. Alonso's beat well will beat him this year, won't he? It's yeah. only really through penalties and bad luck that Alonso's not been. He's been consistently quicker than. We well, could have been on the front row. Could have been on the front row in Austria. Yeah, Australia. But, yeah, but the car let him down, didn't it? So... <clears throat> it did. There's the talent still there, but they just Renault. I don't understand Renault. They the only team that never seemed to pro, pro progress. They've now got the. They've got the. Have they got the worst of the four engines that are on the grid? Well, no, officially, on... I think Mercedes have got the worst officially. If you'd have told me that in 2014. Yeah, I would have believed you. <laughs> right, is that is that it for the news? Or no, actually, I've got to... one more piece of news. I've literally just read it. It's just come oh. off my Twitter feed. Go on and fire it out. 
<laughs> Nigel Mansell's Williams FW14, not the 14B, the 1991 right. chassis. The 14s just sold in an auction for four million euros. Oh, it's an auction collectors that are buying this. Yeah, I'd love to own an F1 car. Yeah, imagine that though. I wouldn't have, I'd have it in my it, fucking but... lounge. Oh, sorry, I'd have it in my lounge. Sitting in an F1 car is a nice experience. I've done it. Yeah, you went to the uh, Mercedes. Yeah. I sat in the 2013 W04. We do the preview, which is technically the title of this episode. The Spanish Grand Prix preview. Last year's winner, Lewis Hamilton. One by 15 seconds. Yeah, well, they're not going to do that this year, are they? So, we'll pre- isn't it? I don't like the final chicane. I'm just going to throw that out there. Right, okay. I've got some news on this, Martin. Go on. So, the track organisers have homologated the track without the chicane for 2023. All right, so it's FIA. The FIA then, yeah, they have to decide between the one with and the one without the chicane. The FIA. I think over now, it's such a, it's so tight. Yeah. So. They'll have it this year. The chicane will be here this year, but it might not be there next year. Okay, I can I can accept that. But then again, you've got you know, uh, you come out of the where the second DRS load is on the lap. Yeah. I can't. Hopefully, you can envision it. You come down. It used to be a tight left hander, and now it's like a sweeping. Yeah, well, was that, they changed. But that was changed for the. Changed year, for the didn't they? But they changed that for the MotoGP, and I don't know if it works. Because it's well, now not really an overtaking spot. It might be in these cars, though. True, because you can follow better. Yeah, so it remains to be seen, I guess. Oh, yeah. the top five, but the top five qualifiers. Oh, I reckon can... the front. It'll be. I reckon it'll be an all Ferrari front row again because Ferrari just seem to have an edge of Leclerc on pole. Leclerc, science. Yeah, Leclerc, science. Verstappen, Perez, and then Russell probably fifth. Ooh, Callie, what's your top five? I'm probably qualifying. going... Uh, wait, is this qualifying? Yeah. I'm probably yeah. going to go with um, probably Leclerc and Paul. Then I'll probably go Max. Yeah. Then Perez, Sainz. Then probably... I'm, I'm going to go Hamilton. Are they bringing upgrades, Mercedes? I think so they Red Bull bringing a... Uh, could she be shedding three kilograms? I think what's happening with Mercedes, they're going to do a back-to-back test of their current car and their testing car. What, the first testing car with the big side pods? Yeah, or... with the big side pods. Oh, yeah. it's gone again. The car with the big side pods, but with some of the other updates on it, like the mm. new floor and all the rest of it. Because I think what they'll probably find is that the big side pod car might work better. Yeah, because I, I do personally think they are one or two tweaks away from being there. I think, the, just... I think the problem is their concept is so radical that it's not evolved enough. They like, haven't because they were fighting for a Fucking piece of shit. I see you back then, Jack. Right, anyway, Jack, as you're back, you can give um, us your top five qualifying result. I think it's be a Ferrari one too again. Matt's a Ferrari one too. Who, what, what, what order? Leclerc, Sainz, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Verstappen. I'm then going to go Russell, then Perez. Yeah. And then 
Me. Yeah, oh, no, that, yeah, have you got, is that, yeah, that's a, yeah, is that a top five? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> right, me. I'm going to go a Ferrari 1-2, but science takes pole. Why? Why science? Spanish advantage. Yeah, but... but if you look back in the past, science has a few strong tracks. Spain is one of them. So, my prediction will be... Well, I'll top these all up so we can earn points at the end of the season. Uh-huh. We'll find out who's the least shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to go Friday 1-2, Science... science I'm changing Le- it. Leclerc's on pole, Science second. Yeah. <laughs> I can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then Max will be, Max will be third... Hamilton fourth. Oh, brave. Perez fifth. Race will do top three, so. Okay. Matt, far away with your top oh, three. Okay. I'll go the same order, Matt, top okay. three. Okay, uh, I reckon Leclerc, Verstappen, Science. Kelly? Oh. There's only three fucking people, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. So, can you come back to me? Okay, I'll come back to you, Jack. Uh, I'm going to go. You know, it's the same order it always is. Leclerc, uh, Verstappen, Perez. Right, mine is Leclerc, Verstappen, Hamilton. Oh, Fuck. brave! Yeah, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I mean, Ham- Hamilton is a Spain you know, track man. I think I agree with Martin. Yeah. See, I see, don't I mean... see science doing very well. I think it is. Yeah, I had science on pole originally. Now I had science on pole originally. Now you can get a podium. Jack, do you think that science will bottle it under home pressure? Yeah. No. Well, he's already been doing. Yeah. You know, he's already been like Daniel. He's a good driver. We all know that. We're all very aware that he's. Yep. But he's crumbling. Isn't he? He's been making mistakes this season. It could possibly cost Ferrari a constructors. Uh, that's true. Yeah, because Perez looks to be firing this time. He, uh, he's he's been a consistent team, like you know, teammate. Yeah, but I think that's but, because Red Bull's not entirely built around Verstappen, is it this time? No, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to go Leclerc win. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He'll probably have a decent first half of the race, but it will push too much. He filters out. He filters will... out. He did in Miami. So he finished saying, miles Jack, behind. He'll just push his tyres too hard. and then... He will push too hard and then he'll either ruin his tyres and fall back or spin it again. It's like in Australia where he, he really needed to just give the corner up, didn't he? Yeah. And then... It's lap one. Just give it yeah. up. Bit unlucky in Imola, but as a second part of this question... But there wasn't even a first part, so I don't know why I've got a second part. <laughs> right. We can add a first me, part in later. Give me an outrageous prediction for the race. Oh, but it's got, it's got, but it's got to be able to happen. But it's probably not going to happen. If that makes sense. My outrageous because of Spain is a really technical track. You've got just about every type of corner, and you've got a couple of cars that just are going to be playing rubbish. So my outrageous prediction is that Albin scores points again. Yeah. Jack? Oh. Action. Do you know what? I'm going to say, I don't know, just thinking about it. Like Matt said, with the way the track is, I reckon there could be a has, probably Magnussen, within at least the top six. 
Good shout. Callie? Oh, my outrageous prediction. Hamilton win. But that kind of contradicts your predictions, but all right. Yeah, I know, but like... <laughs> all right, fair enough, I get you. <laughs> No, no, but you said like it's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's fair. Right, my prediction is outrageous. So buckle up. On lap seventeen, there will be a safety car caused by Latifi running wide and crashing into the barrier at turn four. <laughs> this is, this is... <laughs> Can I change my prediction? Go ahead. Can I? Um, um, I think all points. Yeah. I, I think personally, if Latifi's going to crash, he might do it in turn one and cause a safety car on the first lap. There's a lot of runoff I'll in tell turn you one. What, I'll tell Can you I just what, say Martin, something quick in a sec? If that happens, Latifi crashes on lap 17, at turn four, you know, bringing out a safety car, I will buy you a bottle of whatever alcohol you want. He crashes, in, he crashes in turn five. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know that? Can we just talk about that question? I misunderstood the question when you said it. How can you misunderstand no, no, because... an outrageous prediction? No, because I thought it was saying like before. Oh, no, but what? I was just... It's just, I was just thinking, oh, go for a hammer and win. But I hope this doesn't make the cut. I am what autistic. A... Yeah, that's fair. Well, I suppose actually you could probably wrap it up there. Thank you to the one man who listened by accidentally clicking on it. If he got this far, probably didn't get this far. He heard Cali speak one sentence. Oh, wow. Well, I ain't got time for this. It's not something I, you listen to on a job. Be, if there's any comments, I'll be Callum out, Callum out, get a brick out. That's fine. Right. We'll wrap it there. Well, I'll see you. Gentlemen, next week, possibly for the Spanish review. And we'll... Or in or in court. Or in court. <laughs> Wait, why are we going to court? See how many people was offended. Who do you Chow think was the worst member here today? I'm not answering that question, Callie. But it was Callie. <laughs> <laughs> he who should I not be named, that. but we're called Callum. When, oh, when, when, you, when you left, that was your high point. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> My favourite, right. like the yeah. comments will be my favourite bit is when Cannon didn't open his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh.